greatest, you know, to Washington, D.C. My message to the, the, CEOs, the CEOs is at $74 million, you know, collectively earning that, you know, how many yachts can they need, you know, to, to, yacht, to ski behind it? There's not a whole lot about boy saves dog as he swims in the lake, you know. To say, you know, it's about, you know, somebody pushed the dog in the lake. I mean, I, I, I get it. Sometimes you literally just can't believe, like, you know, these people are making the decisions that are determining the, the government here. It's, it's, it's actually scary. It's time to talk money. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back, Financial Guys Radio Show on the Financial Guys Media Network. These new opens are the greatest thing ever. Kudos to Carly, Ann, and Kelsey, and, and everybody else for making those. They are hilarious. Uh, I am here today with Ron Waskow in studio. Glenn Wiggle will be joining us for a segment or two shortly. We have Brian Faraci coming up. Uh, we have Mike Hayflick calling in later. We also have Phil Provenzano calling in later. And in the second hour, we have Stefan Mihailu to talk about the big election coming up in Erie County this week. We got a lot to get to today, the war in Gaza and Israel. Peace in Ukraine. We're calling for peace in Ukraine now. Uh, the Trump New York case with Tish James is quite the spectacle at this point. Bidenomics. Uh, voting fraud coming up, and we're seeing it everywhere now, videos of the 2020 election. Um, Ron, first off, welcome to the show, but yeah, we got a lot to get to today. Yeah, we're stacked. We got, we got, I, 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 I can't wait to get to the voting section because for all the people that said people like you and I or Glenn or Mike or, or Mike Hayflick were, were just election deniers, Ron, but bad people, you guys, you guys are mega extremists. Well, it's all coming out in video form now. A little bit too late, unfortunately, but I think hopefully it can uh, – wake some people up and we can have the right pieces and policies and people in place to defend what's going to happen not only this November but next coming year from now. What's concerning to me, though, at the end of the day is is we've known about this, we've talked about this, we've had radio shows about this, but it doesn't seem like the Republican Party is that interested in dealing with it because really, Ron, since the, the Democrats called it in 2016 that it was stolen by Russia, right? Then in 2020, the Republicans felt that, you know, Joe Biden didn't get 81 million votes. And now we're in 2023 already, Ron, and we have a big election coming up in 2024, and this topic hasn't really been discussed. Well, you, if, if I didn't know better, I would almost think the establishment Republican Party was complicit with it. Yeah, you'd, you'd have to wonder, and, and again, I, I don't know how many more of these we're going to have to see. Maybe we can get Glenn's opinion on that uh, in the next segment. But it's, it's getting to be at the point where everything they talk about, they told us they were going to get us the, uh, the Ray, uh, the Ray Epps. Oh, that's another whole, no whole other story. The, uh, the Epstein list. We still don't have the Epstein list. They told us they were going to get us 41,000 hours of, of Capitol uh, footage from the Capitol, I should say, on January 6th. We still don't have that. Now they're telling us we're never getting that. So Well, I guess – uh, Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House, is going to release that to Blaze Media now, we're hearing. That just came out in the last couple of days. So. And I hope he does, because we've been promised that since, I don't know, two years ago, and we haven't seen more than what Tucker Carlson showed. So we got to get to that at some point. I hope we do. Um, but at this point, everything they tell us, we're not getting, and we're not even close to getting. So that's the frustrating part. We have leaders like we talked about earlier today, Ron, you and I, Ron and McDaniel. We have leaders like Kevin McCarthy. We have leaders like Mitch McConnell. We're not going to get what we need with people like that. No, it's going to take citizen journalism, too. You can't trust the media. None of this stuff could go on without an entirely corrupt and complicit media. So it's up to the citizen journalists. Be a force multiplier. Get out there on your social media. You know, retweet stuff. Share it. Get, get the word out there. Get your friends in the know and get them to be false 
force multipliers as well. Absolutely. We are going to go to our first guest uh, today, but before I do that, Ready, Set, Retire in collaboration with EG Tax coming to our office next Saturday, November 11th, 9.30 a.m. here at the Financial Guys office on Spindrift Drive. If you're ready to retire, if you have Medicare questions, home and auto questions, uh, retirement planning questions, come to our uh, event here at the office. That is a free seminar, a lot going on that day, 9.30 a.m., Next week, uh, November 11th, if you want to sign up for that, go to thefinancialguys.com slash events. And Mike Hayflick, Social Security Optimization, November 15th, 6 p.m. seminar as well. Go to thefinancialguys.com slash events to register for that. We will have Mike Hayflick on later in the show to talk about that seminar. But first, Brian Faraci, uh, leader of the Medicare and Health Insurance Department at the Financial Guys and the Financial Guys Insurance Agency. Brian, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on again. So um, you will be there or somebody will be there from the Medicare team for the Ready, Set, Retire next week, right? Yeah, I think all my team will be there. Um, we had a lot of success last year at EG Tax office doing it. Um, a lot of happy folks left there with a lot of good information. Now, you are about a month in, and we have about a month to go, right, with Medicare season. It's, it's do crazy. Do you look tired yet? You do. You're starting, you're starting <laughs> to look a little tired. Uh, no, but you look great, and, and I know you guys have been super busy. I know it's only been a month, but you guys are on, on call 24-7 throughout that first month and next month, too. Yeah, we've been running nonstop. Um, not very many changes as far as the you know plans go, but a lot of benefit changes. And if you feel like your plan is lacking benefits, you don't necessarily have to even change companies. A lot of people are just moving around within the same company. So whether that's going to be ABC insurance, we don't want to change that on you. We just want to see if there's something more advantageous for you within that company. Now, why are independent AHIP certified reps most important to see, not just go to one specific company or two specific companies? Well, if I go to, again, ABC Insurance, I don't want to mention any insurance carriers' names. Yeah. They're only going to tell me about their plans. They're not going to tell me that... Uh, the carrier down the street has, you know, something else that's a little bit better than what they're offering. Um, and most importantly is just getting the unbiased advice. Yep. Brian, and go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. No, go ahead. Brian, isn't it important to line up your, your plan specifically to meet your needs as far as your doctors and your drugs are concerned too? Yeah. A lot of people are saying I'm getting a call from somebody and they're saying that I can get a grocery card or that I can get this benefit. But yes, that doesn't do any good if you can't see any of your doctors or if you can't go have your elective surgery at one of the local hospitals. Brian, we, we talk a lot in my department about saving people money and, and the idea of shopping around and finding the best deal for our clients. You, uh, you told me a story this morning that put our department to shame a little bit. You have a huge, <laughs> a huge story uh, to share with our listeners. I couldn't believe it when you told me about what you did for one of your clients this week. Yeah, we actually had two in the past week, which is at the, the amounts that we save people were actually you know pretty unheard of. But now it seems like it's more and more common with the cost of employer coverage skyrocketing every year. Um, but last week, Phil in Rochester had saved someone about 10 or 12 grand by moving them off their um, group policy. And I did the same thing. It was $13,000 savings. Wow. And I, when you told me that, I thought you meant 1300 Like, I, I actually <laughs> questioned you. I said, did you mean 1300 You said, no, 13000 So, again, like we say every week with every department at the Financial Guys, just ask questions and make sure you're in the right plan, you're in the right portfolio, whatever it may be, because if you don't ask, you may never know. And how long were those people paying $13,000? I was going on three years. Yeah. And he just figured, well, let me just give them a sh give somebody a shout during enrollment season, and you don't have to wait until enrollment season. If you're yeah. working and you feel like you're paying too much, don't wait until the fall to call us. We're here all year round. 
the worst that happens is Brian and his team, my team, Ron, you, or whoever it is, will tell you you're in a great spot, stay where you are. Yeah. Uh, Brian, how do people get in touch with you guys? I know, again, schedules are packed, filling up, but we have until, I think, December 7th, right? December 7th, yep. 633-1331 or thefinancialguys.com. Brian, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Have a good awesome. weekend, guys. Thanks. Folks, before we go to break, we have Glenn Wiggle coming up next live in studio. I do want to pose our text question today. Uh, Joe Biden this week mentioned a potential pause uh, or a ceasefire in Gaza. So my question today, text us 716-817-0716. Do you agree with a pause or a ceasefire in Gaza? Why or why not? Text us your answers on that. And again, do not forget about all of our departments. We are a one-stop financial shop here at the Financial Guys. Financial planning, life insurance, home and auto insurance, Medicare, group health insurance, individual health insurance. Give our team a call, 833-FIN-GUYS. He was looking maybe at a pause in, in Israel and Gaza, or do you think that's where we're headed right now? We're trying to head. Did he say that about Gaza, or did he say that about Ukraine? He said about Gaza first. He said that in a meeting with uh, uh, Israelis the other day. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, how do you have a pause with somebody who has openly said that they're going to continue to do the same thing over and over and over again until they wipe you off the earth? Like that's yeah. see, this is the lunacy here. Like, yeah. I can see maybe in the Ukraine situation calling for, a, you know, yeah. getting a ceasefire, getting yeah. an agreement, getting to some sort of a, you know, you take this piece yeah. of like they did with Crimea or whatever. Yeah. Not that that's a good thing. But when you have an enemy that's openly saying we're going to do the same thing we just did yep. to slaughter your innocent women and children. If we have to do it a million times over, we'll do it a million times over. Yeah. They're not. We've had ceasefires. We had a ceasefire up until October 7th. Yep. And sadly, Hamas just doesn't. They won't stop. They will not stop until they're defeated. And you cannot ask a country who has faced that kind of ongoing terrorism to, you know, suddenly stand down when they know for sure that the enemy is going to mount a similar style brutal attack. Yeah. The brutality of what Hamas did was a, just atrocious. It, you, it's hard to even comprehend. I can't, I can't imagine some of the, the medical workers and the folks that had to go in and recover some of these bodies. Yeah. I mean, the trauma oh that these folks must have yeah. to now deal with from a, a PTSD standpoint has <clears throat> got to be substantial because you know the, the stories that we've heard and the things that we've heard are just absolutely awful. Well, and, and sadly, there's a lot of video of it on social media right now. So, like, I'm not saying that we're there, you know, actually seeing it with our own two eyes, but there's a video that came out yesterday that uh, Hamas released weeks ago, but showing, you know, what they were doing to the people at that concert. It's horrifying. And that's what I said to you this morning, Ron. Yeah. The people that call for a ceasefire, like AOC and Rashida Tlaib, right? If that was America, let's play this, this out and say Canada did that to America. Would anybody in their right mind call for a ceasefire? Like, how could we tell Israel, just don't worry about it. It's okay. You know, Hamas didn't mean it. They're not trying to do anything. Do you, how because, does that work? Because our mainstream media, the Washington Post and New York Times, takes their talking points directly from the Hamas propaganda team. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're watching, you know, immediately. In fact, it's even worse. A Wall Street Journal, when I think it was the hospital that was allegedly attacked, actually used an image on the front page from a Syrian building that was bombed from years ago when we when we were sending, you know, when there yeah, was from like 99 or whatever, whatever when, when it was. We but it stuff. certainly yep. wasn't last week or nope. two weeks ago. Right. So not only are they taking the talking points directly from Hamas that Israel bombed a hospital, which was not true. Right. And we all know by now that it turns out that a misfired rocket from Hamas is what landed in the parking lot next to the hospital. Right. But even worse, 
on behalf of them, they're conjuring up images and finding other images yeah. to fit the Hamas narrative. Yeah, to try That's to make the it Wall look Street Journal. Yep. I mean, that yep. is so. This is where we're at with our media now. Is that I mean, it's it's incredible. What's what's astonishing to me <clears throat> is all these folks on the left that are that are coming. They're outing themselves as terrorist sympathizers, yeah. even faster than the than the pedo sympathizers outed themselves. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure. well, you're on Twitter and you yeah. make a comment about somebody, you know. Like a well, Joe sniffing kids or whatever. All of a sudden, they come out and defend them. Like they just out themselves immediately. Yep. But the terrorist sympathizers are even worse. And these kids that are ripping down posters, or even adults ripping down posters, yep. or, or 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 protesting or harassing uh, Jewish students or other people in general, calling for threats. I mean, it's just astonishing that we are at this point in this country that anybody would have that viewpoint. You know, are we not teaching history at all anymore? No, I mean, we know the not. answer to that, right? It's just a really sad thing. Some of these kids are going to have their lives destroyed, uh, uh, purp- and, and, and not said purposely, but rightfully so, I think, yep. in some cases, right? Yep. If you're a kid, that, those two daughters, I guess, now that the father is pleading, well, oh, they're just, you know, they, they grew up in Lebanon. They, you know, they were under uh, when there was a, the war between, uh, you know, Israel and Lebanon, blah, blah, blah. Um, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the dad says now. They're on video tearing down posters and, and yep. saying, you know, screw Israel and not, in a, in not so nice of words. And they will. Who's going to hire those folks now outside of a college? And happily ripping University. those down. Glenn. Yeah, was, they yeah, were happy to rip that right. stuff down. It wasn't like they were told to go. They they were they were essentially telling the cameraman to his face, "We don't care what you think." I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty scary. Regardless of where you stand on the issue, as far as which side you support, where's the humanity? It's, there's none anymore. We're going to get to a point where universities, in, by just in, in, as a whole, are going to be blocked from hiring. I mean, to be honest with yeah. you, yeah. if of a, a Harvard. You know, doesn't come out and and condemn you know the the some of the stuff that's going on. Who, what law firm's going to hire a kid from Harvard? At oh, this point? and they're already losing billions of dollars from some of these donors too right? that are, that are rightfully disgusted with this. But but soon, you know, employers are going to blacklist entire universities, which unfortunately is not fair for the kids that have no part in this at all. But that's what's going to happen. Well, then they need to transfer. Because maybe they, that's they what needs need to, to happen. That's right. That may be the case. Before we get to uh, election day here in Erie County, Glenn, because I want to get your thoughts on that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you can explain this to me. I can't figure it out yet. You know, AOC, Rashida Tlaib calling for a ceasefire. Where has this been with Ukraine and Russia? Where I know the ceasefire conversation is coming up now, but for the last $180 billion we've spent, where has that conversation well, where, been? Where was the ceasefire when Hamas <laughs> was indiscriminately firing rockets in Israel for the last two decades or right. longer? There wasn't one. There wasn't one, right? Yeah. And that's been happening. So Hamas has been firing rockets indiscriminately in Israel, oftentimes targeting civilian locations on purpose, obviously. And not a single peep out of any of these clowns on the left calling for any sort of ceasefire whatsoever. It's not until now that Israel is forced to retaliate to protect their citizens that now we're calling for a ceasefire. The ceasefire in Ukraine, I don't know what the what the, the I think the narrative is just falling apart. I think that the fact is, is that they've been telling us that the Ukraine was on the offense and winning. And I think in the last week they just slipped up and they let it know be known that that's not true. Yep. And in fact, that they're not winning and it looks like they're fighting to a bloody stalemate and perhaps even losing. And so now they're looking for a potentially a ceasefire. The fact of the matter is, and what's really sad about this whole thing is that as Donald Trump said, and he was right about it, we, we wanted people to stop dying right on both sides. Right? Yep. There's innocent people on both sides of all these conflicts that are dying and we want to stop people from dying. How would we do that in Ukraine? 
Very simple. We all know the answer to this. Drill, baby, drill. That's it. Right? We get oil prices down to, to $30 a barrel again, and we go back to $2 at the price of the pumps, and Russia doesn't have the money to finance the war. Yep, yep. They wouldn't have had the money to begin with had Joe Biden not in his first week of office killed the Keystone Pipeline and then turned around and, 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 uh, and limited uh, additional permits for federal land for drilling. Glenn, I've been reading reports that there was a potential ceasefire a year ago, last before the end of last fall, beginning of last winter in 2022, and Biden nixed it. They had an agreement between Ukraine and Russia, but the U.S. stepped in and said, no, nah, we're going we're to let this play out for a little while and pump more money into it. I figured they could probably launder more money first. Sure, absolutely. And that's exactly what this is. <laughs> it is, it is no, what it, it is. is. Right. I'm going to call for what it is, right? I mean, you got Mitt Romney's son, and you know, you got uh, 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 John Kerry's kids are on Pelosi's there, Pelosi's nephew. I mean, Hunter's been involved with I mean, Ukraine. Right. For some I mean, time. come on. Yeah. It, yeah. This is a giant piggy bank for yeah. these corrupt elites' kids. You know, and the, and the future generations of their family to line their pockets, and it's it's sad. It's our tax money. They're spending our tax money all over the place like there's no tomorrow. Even with Israel. To be honest with you, Israel does not need our money. Israel's a wealthy nation. They don't need $14 billion of our money. Okay, yep. You know who needs it? Homeless veterans in our country need that money. 100%. That's who need it. Our border, our border, our border patrol could, yeah, could yeah, use yeah, it, right? Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of things. Well, as we long as they're protecting for. the border and not just shuttling these folks around, how, too, which is how what about, the Biden How about school resource officers? That would be nice. Maybe throw that in there. At the yeah, safety billion, officers, right? sure. You know, or the Absolutely. $180 billion that we spent on Ukraine could yeah. go to 180 years of school resource officers. That'd be great. Glenn, uh, by the way, I want to say this before to tease for later in the show. We're going to talk a little bit about Hunter Biden's recent comments that he is the victim. We'll get to that later in the show. <laughs> the narcissist. Yeah, yeah. Always the victim. We'll, we'll get to that later in the show. I don't want to forget that. Um, Glenn, tell us a little bit about this, what's coming up on Tuesday, big day, Election Day in, this in is Erie huge. County. Yeah. This is huge, right? 12 years of Mark Poland cars. I mean, do you need much more? You know, the gaslighting is amazing from the media, from the administration, from the local, you know, Erie County administration. Well, it's all they got. It's somehow, you know, we're doing doing great. Jobs are fantastic. I mean, it took a new bike path to finally pave early after a decade. I mean, it's a joke. We all know that the, the tax base in Erie County and New York State is shrinking. It's shrinking because of the policies that Mark Polencar not only put in place locally, but, but supported on a state level, right? Mark Polencar shut down businesses, okay? He sent the sheriff and Gail Bernstein and her little health minions into businesses all over western New York. I talked to business owners that were in tears because they could not make a living and they had to shut down their business and move to another state and leave their family behind. It's really sad, the things that he did. At the same time, let's not forget that he was on the ice playing hockey while he shut it down for your kids, okay? Let's not forget that he was forcing you to wear a mask while he was out there golfing with his buddies, okay? This is a Mark Polenkars who couldn't even handle a snowstorm and lost 47 people in the worst uh, a snow catastrophe that Erie County has ever seen in its history, ever. It didn't have to happen. Everybody knew that snowstorm was coming. Everybody talked about positioning resources. He couldn't get it done. He, you know, the, the county system wasn't talking to the state system. I mean, these are basic things. And how dare they come out? Anybody in the media and the, the Buffalo News come out and say, well, Chrissy Casilio, she's inexperienced. Are you serious? Inexperienced? This guy couldn't handle a snowstorm. And then he turned around and he blamed Byron Brown, who honestly has done a fantastic job in, in, in handling snowstorms, yeah. to be honest. He really has. So, look, the choice is very clear. Get out on Tuesday. You must vote for Chrissy Casilia. We have an opportunity to make history here and elect the first female county executive in Erie County's history. So I implore all of you women out there, call your friends, call your daughters, call your, 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 your mothers, whatever. Get Everybody needs to get out and vote. 
and 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 vote for Chrissy Casilio for Erie County Executive. It is time for a change. I won't even mention the fact that the misogynist Mark is a, a woman, you know, is is, is a as a, poli- a legitimate police report filed against him. Not to mention has made several threats against women, including a process server. So this, you want to talk about unhinged? You know, he's throwing it out there that that Chrissy is extreme. Extreme is a bad breakup that requires a police report for a domestic assault. That's extreme. Right. Extreme is not raising three kids and being a business owner in Western New York, a contrary to what you leftists want to think. So please get out and vote on Tuesday for Christy Casilio like your life depends on it, because if he brings in another hundred migrants or another thousand migrants, it actually might. It just might. And by the way, experience. Let's talk about that for about the last 10 seconds here. Experience has really worked out for Joe Biden in five decades. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's really what right. we need more of that. Right. right. And Mark Polencars is begging Erie County for four more years. He said, I'm just going to do this last four years, then I'm done. Uh-huh. Sure, Mark. Okay. Um, Glenn, thank you. Do you want to stay for another segment or you got to head out? I got to run. I got to right. pick up some of the airport. airport so thank, thank you, you Glenn, for yeah, joining us. We will, uh, Ron and I will be back. We have Mike Hayfla coming up next. We have a lot to get to. Again, I want to tease this. Hunter the victim. You won't believe why he is the victim. Sam Bankman freed guilty on all counts the other day this week as well. Biden they giving the money back? No, no, oh, no, no, no. no. No, that went on. to fun drop boxes and ballot <laughs> harvesting. Silly, silly idea, Glenn. Silly idea. All right, folks, we will be right back here on the Financial Guys Media Network. We have two genders at the Financial Guys. Financial Guys Media Network. Alrighty, welcome back. Mike Sparaza, Ron Wasco in studio here for the financial guys radio show today ron just heard about heard from glenn i should say regarding the the election day coming up here tuesday november 7th huge huge day in erie county and by the way this is not just an erie county thing there's races all over the country on on tuesday for election day um i can't stress this enough glenn hit on it but elections do matter folks and it doesn't matter if you're in a red town a blue town independent town you need to get out, use your right to vote, and go vote because we cannot just let people like Mark Poland cars continue to win elections and run our counties, run our states, run our countries. It is literally killing us every single day. No doubt. And yep. the old adage says that all elections are local, all politics yep. are local, and that's totally true. And you're seeing that now. You know, even even President Trump is having to deal with local prosecutors and local judges and local DAs. So if you think your your vote doesn't matter and you only come out every four years for that big presidential election, you're wrong. This is where you make the difference, and the difference starts at home. So get out Tuesday and make sure we vote these communists out of office. And you got to think about stuff too. I mean, Ron, you and I were heating up lunch and tea earlier today in the office. We were talking about you know what it costs for us to go grocery shopping for our families now, yeah. right? And it's not like we have grown children that are, you know, 18 years old eating your whole house, right? You have, we have, two, we have, you have two little ones. I have a little one, right? I mean, three now. Three, yeah. you have three. Yeah. Sorry, you have three so, you know, you and I are, are not feeding adult children, right? We're feeding young kids. Mac and cheese. You right. Know, Ch- cheaper stuff. crackers, that kind of stuff. Yeah, ch- cheap stuff. But, I mean, my, it's my wife and I and a young baby. We went from about 100 to $125 a week food shopping on average. And I can't seem to get lower than $200 anymore. I'm yep. eating the same stuff. Yep. I didn't go on a health kick or something. Nope. I'm eating the same exact stuff. And that's not even including the formula and all the other stuff that we buy separately, not every week, right? So, I mean, it, it, it's hurting American families every day. And if, and if you don't see that, folks, you're just either being naive or, or you're not paying attention. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, it is it is in your face 
the cost of gasoline, the cost of goods and services, the cost of products like, you know, again, going to the supermarket. You, you have to see this stuff. You have to see that crime is on the rise no matter where you live in America. You have to see that the border is a crisis right now. This is not hard stuff to figure out, Ron, and that's what I'm getting frustrated with voters. Like, do you just keep pulling the lever because you said, I'm a Democrat, I'm voting Democrat, or I'm a Republican, I'm voting Republican? Take a step back and just look. That's all you need to do. That's it. And unfortunately, I, I think, like you said, people just vote party line because that's how they were raised or that's what their parents did. You can't, folks. You got to pay attention. You got to educate yourselves. You, you've got to make your friends aware that, you know, these rising costs and expenses that that everybody's feeling. Everybody. Mike was talking about the cost of groceries for his family. I know our grocery bill went up from about 400 bucks a month to, to darn near a thousand. And it, we're feeling it, too, here. So. That's not the fourth law of physics that, that that has to happen. Elections have consequences, and it starts on a local level. So so get out there, get the vote out, get your friends out, because that's, that's where you start to make the difference. And when we talk about these numbers, too, you know, the Biden administration will give you numbers like their jobs report, which, by the way, uh, Ron, was not true. Um, they keep Shocking. putting out jobs reports, and they keep retracting those reports and reducing them. Yeah, revised downwards. I think about yeah. every one they've released yeah. so far, they've had to do that with. Nine, nine months straight, no big deal. Uh, nine months straight, they've been, they've been inflating numbers at the jobs report to then later say, oops, those weren't even close. And we're not talking like 1,000. We're talking like 60 to 80,000. They're reducing those numbers down from what, it, what they said to what actually is reality. Um, but, but these are the types of things, again, you can blame it on COVID. You can blame it on this. You can blame it on that. Donald Trump, when he ran for office and when he was the president, talked about these items and, and made good on these items, right? Fuel prices. He started to drill, and we drilled in America. Now we're not. Joe Biden ran on, I'm going to stop drilling. And what have we gotten, Ron? Inflated gas prices. Shocking. Go figure it out, right? Yeah. I mean, and Almost then, by the way, a gallon. we were talking to Glenn Wiggle, and all the while, your two, two of your three biggest enemies, Russia, making a fortune on oil and Iran making more than they've ever made on oil. So not only are we suffering here in America, we are propping up the worst enemies that we have. Yeah, we're empowering our enemies. Absolutely. And, and on a geopolitical front, we're positioning ourselves to where if they could potentially align with us in the future, should this Ukraine or Israeli war spiral out of control, there's no guarantee we win the next world war because it very well could be on the horizon. So... And that starts with voting, folks. It all starts. And, Ron, to your point, you know, it is local, right? People people get infatuated with the, the uh, you know, national or the general election, right? Yeah, the it big does, news, big ticket items. And, and, and even sometimes I'll say it lower. I don't mean it lower in standing, but even lower, school board elections. Sure. Stuff like that. Like, that's where it starts, and you have to think about that. And, again, don't just sit home and say, eh. I live in a predominantly blue area. I'm not going to waste my time. No, get up and go waste your time and go vote because it could be everything. You know, we're going to have Stefan Mihailu on later. He's talking about certain little pockets of Western New York that may be the difference in this election to swing it to Chrissy Casilio. So it doesn't matter where you are. Get out and vote. Um, we do have another special guest in studio. We got them all in studio today. Mike Hayflick joining us. Mike, first off, we've been talking about a lot of things. Um, you and I have talked about this this week. I'm going to go back to uh, Hamas and Gaza and Israel for a second. Our text question today is, do you agree with a, a pause or a ceasefire in Gaza? There's been a lot of uh, you know politicians like AOC, like Rashida Tlaib, who we talk about, you and I, like every other minute. Um, 
you know, calling for this pause and ceasefire. Joe Biden even slipped and said he may consider, you know, pushing a pause in Israel. Do you agree with that? thousand percent, no. Yeah. There's just no way they should stop. I mean, Benjamin Netanyahu said it best. He said, when Pearl Harbor was attacked, did people say there should be a pause on the U.S. response? When 9-11 happened, was there supposed to be a pause before you go after these savages, as Glenn Wiggle uh, described them earlier, I've been describing describing them as as well that way. Yeah. And that's what they are. They're absolute savages. They there's no compromising with them. It, when when they say death to Israel, that's all you need to hear to say they have to be eradicated. These are yep. evil, evil human beings, and they have to be eliminated. And to go back to what we say all the time, like on our podcast and radio show, like these used to be black and white issues, right? And again, for all those people out there, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this is, ra-. no, not race black and white. I'm talking about black and white issues where we would just say, yes, we should not be sexualizing children. Yes, we should definitely not have open borders. Yes, we should not be sympathizing with terrorism, right? These are pretty black and white issues, yet it seems very hard, Mike, in 2023 to get everybody on the same page with, you know, bad versus good, good versus bad, right versus wrong. We, we just can't do it. That's the shocking thing that, you know, there used to be an agreement on some things. And, and the fact that there isn't now, uh, and I know you're, you're talking about college campuses, like I just can't even imagine how they can't acknowledge that, that what happened in, in the Gaza area at that music festival was not absolute terrorism and evil. People, they just overlook it. It's yeah. like... Okay, j- just let's not even talk about that. Let's talk about Israel and settlements and and the oppressive nature that they've had upon Palestinians. Let's talk about that. But can we agree that there were savages paragliding into a music festival and literally, you know, killing people, beheading them, dragging them through streets? Like, it is shocking to me. Absolutely shocking. Any of these Palestinian supporters who don't acknowledge what happened to the israels and now it's happening to jews across the entire world yep they should never ever be in a united states office you you said a couple words that stuck out to me mike one of them was was evil and the other one was eradicate and i don't think this gets talked about enough is there is evil in this world and there's always been evil in this world and there's always going to be in the evil in this world but just like cancer you can't ignore it and expect it to go away you got it you got to wipe it out you said eradicate that's the other word that i think is appropriate there evil needs to be eradicated and that's no the only way you can deal with it no doubt and i'll say this too i mean again it to me and i've i've watched a lot on social media so i i, I want to stress that like it, some of these things just come on my timeline and then you just i watch them and it's sickening there was a video of of the israeli defense force going to that concert area and it's just it looks like a video game there are just bodies everywhere and they're saying like oh my god all these people have been killed it's horrifying mm-hmm. right and i'm not watching that because i want to watch that it came up my timeline and i feel like i need to be informed but that is as sickening as it gets, and none mm-hmm. of those people, by the way, were carrying weapons. The, these these innocent Israelis, right? Or these, and they're not even Israelis. There were Americans there. Mm-hmm. There were Europeans yep. there. There there were people from all over the globe there. It was supposed to be a peace festival, having fun, right? Mm-hmm. And I look at this all the time, like us going to a Bills game. Imagine if something like that happened outside of a Bills game mm-hmm. because of evil, right? And and for for people like AOC to sit there and say, Mike, you know what? You guys just have a ceasefire. It's not a big deal. It's disrespectful mm-hmm. and it's sickening, to be honest with you. Yeah, they're not even. Pri- 
privately celebrating anymore. They're publicly yep, celebrating what happened. Yep. And it's not just the Jews and Israel now under attack. It's Americans. Yep. They're they're actually asking, what, in Lebanon? Yep. To, yep. to get all of the American citizens out from this the, the U.S. Embassy there. They're saying, everyone better get out. Like, we can't promise you that we're going to actually get you out. And And all you have to do is look at Joe Biden and his administration and see what he did in Afghanistan. Look at what he, you know, look what yeah. he's done. You you better not be in any foreign countries where there's terrorists involved because it's highly likely you're going to die or you won't get out. Because this government, this this US government of ours is not pro-American. <laughs> it's pro everything but American. And and what's scary too is look at our southern border. How many people have come in? How many of them are already here? This isn't just a European or Israeli thing. It's coming here, folks. Mm -hmm. So be on your toes and, and be on the lookout because we are not immune from this whatsoever. Mm -mm. No, no, totally agree. And yeah, and I, I, I just don't see it getting any better. Yeah, I mean, this we're, we're as soon as Iran truly gets involved and as soon as then potentially Russia gets involved and we get involved. I mean, we're, we're talking about and this is not just being dramatic anymore. Like th this is this is getting scary and we have to stay on top of it. Um, Mike, I do want to go real quickly to uh, you are having an event here November 15th, yes. 6 p.m., a Social Security Optimization Seminar. Folks, you can go register for that on financialguys.com slash events. Mike, tell our listeners a little bit about what you're going to be talking about that day. Yeah, this is a, a workshop. It's funny. You look back, and, and this is a workshop I've been doing since the fall of 2015, believe it or not, when some really significant changes were done, some very very, I think, well-intentioned and, and very advanced strategies were taken away, and, and some people were then grandfathered in, so there was a lot of confusion back then. But I'll tell you what, um, while many people must claim Social Security to make ends meet, there's no doubt about that, they often claim immediately at 62. I often say that's the invitation to claim. It's not an obligation, but it is not best for everyone to claim as early as age 62. Yep. And so as a certified social security claiming strategist, as is many of us around Wasco, like many of us are yep. now trained to help people in a really unique way when it comes to social security planning, as it relates to retirement income planning, we've embraced the complexity of a system that has nearly 3,000 filing rules, 3,000 filing rules to navigate through. We've embraced it so people we work with don't have to. And we absolutely love to get a whole number of statements all over our desks, right, Ron? And just yep. put the pieces of a, of a fortified, solid retirement plan in place. So what I'll talk about on November 15th at 6 p.m. is how to optimize your Social Security benefits. And, and really, all that means is get a better understanding of how Social Security can be a cornerstone, how the rest of your wealth may not have to be under the stress of markets, interest rate risk, inflation, and the exponential multiplier of all that, longevity. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, guys. They can keep us alive into our hundreds now. Yep. <laughs> and if you need, you need good, strong income for the rest of your life, your life might be into your 90s. Um, a lot of people will say, oh, oh, I know, but how much am I going to need then? I don't know, but I certainly don't want to take a chance that you go broke in retirement. I'd rather think we planned, we did it the right way, and even in your later ages, you're living a really fulfilling retirement. So 
November 15th, 6 p.m., right here at 305 Spindrift Drive. And if I could say one thing on that, too, Mike, I mean, it's like I always say this with my stuff. It's like going to the mechanic. I don't want to know about how to fix a car or what's mm-hmm. wrong with my car. I just want to make sure that it's taken care of. I trust the fact that it was done right. Mm-hmm. This is the same type of thing. Not to say you don't want to know about your you know, financial future and whatnot, but you want to put people like you, Mike, in charge of saying, here's what your options are. Here's what the cost-benefit of doing that is. And I think that's really important because – everyday people just like me i don't know anything about cars right Mm -hmm. it's not my thing i'm not going to ever know about cars i want to trust my mechanic i want to trust my financial plan i want to trust trust my insurance agent whatever it may be put people in charge that you trust that know what they're doing and can do the right thing for you and your family no doubt and and ron you can attest to this we often talk about how different the accumulation phase of of wealth you know of wealth is compared to distribution no doubt and and i i always think retirement comes down to how much will it cost you how much of your wealth is it going to cost you to have the retirement you hope for well use social security in a way that's advantageous to you to keep the cost of your retirement far far lower and have far much more excess capital for whether it's discretionary use or even maybe legacy to your kids and grandkids. Mike, I think one of the things that people struggle with, and you mentioned it, all the different filing rules involved, I think sometimes people feel overwhelmed and almost paralyzed at the complexity of making that decision. So they just look at it rather flippantly, like, yeah. oh, well, I'm 62, I'm eligible, I'll just take it because I can get it. Or, I'm, you know, oh, I'm 60, 65 or 66 in 10 months and it's full Social Security, so I'll just take it because it's my full Social Security, rather than mm-hmm. looking at the role it can play in your overall financial strategy as far as income planning is concerned. For sure. Yeah, don't use fear. Don't use anxiety. <laughs> don't use your family members or the, the neighbor who pops his head over your fence, you know, like the old Home Improvement show. There you go. Remember that one? Yeah, Wilson. <laughs> Tim Allen, it's a yeah. long Long time ago, but but yeah, you know, you, you could get some good advice from neighbors, but it shouldn't be on when you should claim your Social Security benefits. You want to stay with us till 2 o'clock? Yeah, Mike I can Hart? do that. Sure. We Perfect. are going to go to a quick break. Mike Sparaza, Ron Waskow, Mike Hayflick in studio right now, folks. We are going to talk a little bit about, I want to get Mike Hayflick and Ron's thoughts on this New York Trump case because it's something, that's for sure. Um, all the while, by the way, more and more is coming out about the Biden family and where they're getting money from and what they're doing. But no, no, Donald Trump is the main focus, of course, here in America at this point. Um, we will be right back. Uh, one thing I want to say, too, to, to tease for Mike real quick. Mike and I do a morning show, 815 every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we do a podcast each week together. Mike and Glenn do a podcast each week, and then I do a weekly interview. Don't forget about our Financial Guys Media, which now is found on an app. Download the app, Financial Guys Sweet. Media app, on your app store, whether that be a Google store, or an Android store, or an Apple store. Uh, download on your cell phones, your tablets, whatever you use. Download the Financial Guys Media app, and don't forget about some of that stuff. And don't forget about Election Day, Tuesday, November 7th. Get out and vote. We need Chrissy Casilio here in Erie County, and I'm sure in other counties like Rochester and Monroe County, you guys need some change too. Put it in your calendars, Put folks. it in your calendars. That's right. Folks, we will be right back here on the Financial Guys Media Network. Yesterday. America's commitment to Israel is firm. That man is dead. He is deceased. It is weekend at Bernie's. Radio show, Mike Sparaza, Ron Wasco, and Mike Hayflick still joining us here today. Um, Mike, I wanted to get your thoughts first here, and then we'll go to Ron on this Trump case in New York. So I don't really know what uh, you know position 
Tish James is going to be uh, running for at some point. But this is very clearly a campaign uh, you know, moment for her because she is tweeting every day. She is putting videos out every day. She's showing up to court when the Trump family's there. Don Jr. and uh, Eric spoke this week. So this is this is absolutely a campaign pitch for her. I can tell you that right now. Is it governor? Is it a state senator? I, I don't know what it is, but she's running for something. I can almost guarantee that. What are your thoughts about the fact that we're again, I want to stress for people out there listening too. this is about you know, mis misvaluating your your property values, which anybody that knows insurance or loans, you can't do that. The banks and the insurance companies make that choice, not Donald Trump, especially when you're talking about twenty five, thirty five hundred million dollar buildings, by the way. And on top of it, Ron, you mentioned this earlier today, he paid the loans back plus interest. What are we doing here on my taxpayer dollars? <laughs> I, I think of it like this. I think Trump derangement syndrome doesn't have a win or a lose, right? As long as they keep Trump in the media as this nasty, nasty, corrupt individual, in their eyes, of course, as long as they keep spreading the, the word about how bad Trump is, and if they can get family members involved, all the better. But Tish James, none of them really care if Trump loses or wins any of these cases. Of course, they'd love for him to lose sure. the cases. Yep. I just think that they're winning, in their minds, they're winning, Whenever they can keep this story alive, right? That's all they're trying to do. The game plan is don't let the game end. They're I mean, to, that's it. They're trying to dirty him up, just like the whole yeah. Russian collusion narrative, which is right. designed to put out bad publicity. It's like playing a, a, a lifetime game of Monopoly. Yep. The game never ends. There's never really a winner or a loser. As long as we keep the game going, we're winning. No doubt. And I think that's what they're doing. They, they get, let's face it, these, these liberals get far, far more attention by just simply bringing up the name Trump than they would for any of their own accomplishments, for anything that they could possibly do to benefit us. So they, they will flounder as leaders. You know they're not leaders going into these positions. So what do they do? They, they flounder, they're, they're bad. Somehow they got into office, sometimes appointed. And then what do they have to do? All they have to do is mention Trump. Yep. Now they're they national get, names. They get their they get their all of their friends and family and all their supporters on board. It doesn't matter if Tish James wins or loses. It's that she's keeping the game alive. I've said this on the air multiple times and I'll continue to say it. Trump derangement syndrome has infected more people than COVID ever did. And and I don't mean that to be funny. It is a legitimate mental illness and it's infected tens of millions of people across America and tens of millions more outside of America, right? Trump derangement syndrome has infected more people than COVID ever has and ever will. And if you don't believe that, go out and look at social media for about seven minutes. You would think that Donald Trump was killing people, was, was you know, ripping money out of people's pockets, was, was taking people hostage. That's not what, Donald Trump actually did a lot for America. And America was a much better place. Remember when gas was $1.50 or $2.20? Or $2.50? Remember those days? Remember when you could go and get your groceries for $100 a month or a week, excuse me? That's what we had. Remember when the border was closed? Remember when there weren't wars everywhere? You know, that's what happens when you have a leader, an actual leader in the White House. And that's what we had in Donald Trump. Ironic, Donald Trump is the only president to leave office more poor than he was when he came in. Yep. And, and unironically, he's also the only president that's been indicted after his term. So what does that tell you? The Democrats are deathly, deathly afraid of Donald Trump, more so now than even in 16 because he knows a couple things. He knows where all the bodies are buried. 
right? He knows how the game is played, and he knows who he can trust and who he can't, not just as far as Democrats are concerned, but on the Republican side as well, because there's an awful lot of Republicans that would love to see Trump go away as well. Yeah, I mean, I think this will never end. I mean, I, I really mean that. Like, I don't think that it'll ever end. Even even in Don Trump's Donald Trump's passing someday, hopefully many years from now, they'll still be trying to tarnish him, his name, his sons, his empire yep. that yep. he built, his yep. sons, his grandkids, everyone, because they just can't get enough of it. And again, I feel because it's it's because it's more about covering up their failings than it is about diminishing Donald Trump at and this their point. corruption at this point. Absolutely. They need to stay in power. Think of it like, I mean, crack addicts. They need more crack. You mean like Hunter Biden? They, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like him. I mean, they have to have more. They, they can't let this die because they need it to stay in power. They need it to enrich themselves, and that's what I, I believe. I, I think we just can only vote them out. We have to get rid of them. They have to get them out of those political offices. Would, let them get jobs at CNN and MSNBC. Which they're already doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you can blame more than the Democrats. You can blame the media for this because if it wasn't for a corrupt, complicit media covering for Democrats, lying for Democrats, and setting this all up, and, and like you said, Mike, TDS has infected more people than COVID. Why is it? Because the media is, is eat up with it. They're the ones out pushing this stuff. If they were even halfway honest, this country would be in a way better shape than it is right now. Yeah, and I'm going to finalize with this. I mean, what Mike Hayflick said earlier, when, when you actually don't have things to run on, this Donald Trump is the greatest thing that ever happened to the left because they actually have something to talk about, right? <laughs> right, you because run on you, you, you can't run on, oh, yeah, the border's doing great wide open. You can't run on, oh, yeah, inflation's running wild. Interest rates are at 8.5%. You can't really run on that. Um, and, you know, that's why Trump's the best thing that ever happened. And the problem is the media continues to, to say certain things and do certain things. And then people actually believe it. Right. People actually believe that we should have a ceasefire in Gaza right now after thousands of people were just killed in cold blood. Right. That's what the media does to people. Mike, I do want to say before we let you go again, your seminar, Social Security Optimization, November 15th. 6 p.m. here at the Financial Guys office. Register on thefinancialguys.com slash events. Any final thoughts? Yeah, they can also yeah. call 833-FIN-GUYS. Yeah. And, and I just want to say this, too. Anybody who's a little more reluctant uh, to sit in a seminar-type setting, workshop setting, just call 833-FIN-GUYS and set up an appointment. Yep. Just come in for a complimentary visit. We can talk about your situation. All right, Mike, awesome. thanks for thanks, joining Mike. us. Appreciate it. Again, sign up for that seminar, Social Security Optimization, November 15th, 6 p.m., financialguys.com slash events or 833-FINGUYS. Thanks again for Mike Havelick for joining us, and we will be right back. we got a hard break coming up, but we got a full hour to go around. we got Stefan Mihailu coming up, Phil Provenzano coming up, and much, much more. We will be right back on the Financial Guys Media Network. The 200,000 200, people that have died on his watch, how many of those have survived? Liberals need not apply. Are you, you, you got the vaccination? Are, are, you, are you okay? I mean, you see, now it works. Or If you voted for Joe Biden, you will not like our show. If, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were, there's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something, or whether those aliens are here or not. The Financial Guys, where money meets politics. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Financial Guys radio show. Mike Sparaza, Ron Wasco in studio today. Thank you for all the text so far, by the way, uh, to our text question. Do you agree with a pause or a ceasefire in Gaza as 
President Biden had said earlier this week that they would maybe consider, and obviously politicians like Rashida Tlaib and AOC calling for those as well. Um, so do you agree with that? Why or why not? Let us know. Shoot us a text, 716-817-0716. Uh, if you need us throughout the week, 833 is a one-stop financial shop. Insurances, financial planning, wealth management, uh, social security planning, college planning, you name it. We do it here at the Financial Guys. Again, we are a one-stop financial shop. Don't forget about two events. One is coming up very soon. Next Saturday, we will have Ready, Set, Retire here at the Financial Guys office. Are you ready to retire? Have questions? This free seminar covers excuse me, all forms of retirement planning and insurances. EG Tax will also be here doing that whole day with us. We will do the radio show live at our office as well from 1 to 3 as usual. Uh, and Mike Hayflick, Social Security Optimization, November 15th, 6 p.m. All of these can be found on financialguys.com events, and you can register there. Uh, Ron, before we get to uh, another guest here, you know, we were just talking about the Trump New York case. Yeah. Um, now, by the way, they are saying the gag order was removed, thank God. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Was it the district court, I think, uh, removed the uh. gag order that Trump had on him? That was a, that was on a different case. Different case, yeah. Yes, yes, different case. It was a, yeah, it was a, it was a DC appellate court, from what I understand, three three judge panel. All of them happened to be appointed by Democrats, so there there might be a couple Democrat judges out there that actually uh, are vying for justice and can see see things blindly rather than through the partisan lens that most of these uh, Democrat judges seem to be wearing these days. Which is huge because, you know, right now, yeah, I mean, to your point, what are we at? We're at four, four different court four, cases. I, can, four, I, I, I can't, can't even count anymore. anymore. One in Georgia, one in D.C., one in New York. Um, Forget Colorado where they're trying to take them off the ballot. Then that's another thing. Ron, that's serious, right? And I didn't even have that on our show notes for today. We'll talk about that quickly before we get to Phil Provenzano. But that's horrifying. I mean, that is scary to think that they are now going to the extremes of trying to remove a political competitor. The, off the of leading the, candidate for office who would be the main challenger to yeah. the uh, the current regime holder. Yeah, I, I guess from a, a Democrat's perspective, you have to eliminate democracy to preserve democracy. We can't have people, you know, voting for the candidate of their choice. They need to be named by the uh, the deep state to preserve democracy, of course. Speaking of preserving democracy, um, Zelensky in Ukraine now is weighing, Ron, whether he wants to have elections in 2024. He's just thinking about that, you know, because the war is going on. He doesn't know if he can do the elections at this point in time. So we're fighting for democracy while democracy democracy is being taken in Ukraine. So that's always good to know. $180 billion later, yeah. and he's not sure he wants to have elections. That's always good. Well, maybe he just got enough of, of his young men killed for, what, I think two generations now that there's probably not enough people to vote there anyways. Uh, so the ones that uh, had fled to Poland, uh, you know, maybe maybe he can invite them back to vote. Yeah. But it, it's disgusting because from what I understand, the average age now of the Ukrainian soldier is 43. And it's not yeah. because most of them are around the age of 43. It's because they're either 14 or 15 or they're yeah. in their 60s and 70s because all the men in their 20s, 30s and 40s have, have been killed. Yeah, and and I've actually uh, I've, I've interviewed Colonel Douglas McGregor and we've talked about this war a few times now. And um, this was back in the summer, and he's like, look, the, the numbers they're telling you and the, the fight that the Ukrainians have put up, it, it's, not, it's not that it's a, uh, you know, they haven't tried or they haven't put up a fight, but they're losing the war. That was from Colonel Douglas McGregor, who's worked in many administrations, was a colonel for years. He's like, the, Ukraine is not winning this war. Russia is winning the war, 
And there are a lot of casualties in the Ukrainian army. And to your point, Ron, that's probably why the average age is now 43. Yep, no doubt. And, and, you know, again, all this and, and, and Zelensky's going to say, meh, elections, I'm not so sure I want to have those at this point. Well, you don't need to be a, uh, a military advisor to figure it out. All you have to do is be a student of history. I mean, let's, let's go back 70 years of World War II. I mean, you saw the same thing. It was a, a war of artillery where they just rode it till the ground until there was, yeah. you know, I th- what did Russia lose, 20 or 25 yeah. million people in, yeah. in that offensive? And they just kept rolling out hordes of more people. Yeah. Okay, a million dead, bring on the next million. And, and it's been that way in that part of the part of the world for you know almost two millennia so i don't see why now would be anything different um as, as far as Zelensky trying to cancel elections well didn't he didn't he ban religion or said you know um uh the what's the christian faith there the yes i know what you're talking i, I did read that same he article banned that a while yeah. ago yeah. so why not ban elections yeah. too you know you can Nothing says democracy by, you know, mandating people what what they can vote for and whether or not they can go to church anymore. And this is where it again, folks, is important to vote the right way and to understand who you're voting for. Don't vote by party line, right? Vote by who makes sense for you and what you want out of your country. And we have elections here on Tuesday, which we'll talk to Stefan Mahailu about shortly. And we have a, a massive general election in 2024 we cannot let our country go downhill and truly crumble from within itself it's getting there we're close we can't wait and let that happen and and to that point mike the 2024 election starts now because as we've seen if you have corrupt officials locally watching over the elections then anything goes if we can get decent law-abiding people in place now to watch those elections, we can make sure a lot of the corrupt shenanigans that happened in 2020 don't happen again in 2024. That's right. That's right. Uh, John from Rochester, hold on for us. We have to get to Phil Provenzano in our Rochester office first. We will get to you right after the break, John, I promise. Um, First, Phil, uh, you are running a ton of appointments in Rochester. I know it is Medicare season. It is the season for you guys where you guys just do not stop for two months straight. Tell us a little bit about the season so far. Yeah, uh, we're right smack in the middle of it. Um, started October 15th, runs to December 7th. We're busy, but we're never too busy to have some phone calls. Um, every time I check my calendar, looks like new appointments are scheduled. So we, we have room, um, but we are busy. There's a lot of changes. That's why people are obviously trying to uh, get the review in. But like I stressed in the podcast this week, I struck on the, on the radio last week, just take a 15-minute conversation. I can assure you that it's going to benefit you. Whether we tell you pros or cons, we're going to be very transparent with you. What, what What's the deal with your current plan? So we talked to Brian earlier, Phil, about a success story that he had. So we'll see if you can beat his number. He had just recently met with somebody, I think it was this week or last week, and saved them about $13,000 a year from a group plan that they were on. Can you compete with Brian Farage? All right. Well, hold on a minute. <laughs> That's apples and oranges. He wins. He does win. Mine was 12437 All right. That's not bad. That's not bad. Tell us so, about that one. So, so th- this is something that we talked about on the podcast this week. Um, you know, a, a family that was very hesitant to take the meeting, not, not because hesitant for any other reason, hesitant because they were absolutely convinced uh, because the office of the agent, which don't get me started on that, they informed them that they were they were good to go. So they weren't going to take the meeting because they didn't think they had to. 
So they did just because they like and trust the financial guys, um, have a lot of respect for us. So they did take it. Um, by the end of the conversation, when I gave them the numbers, and I didn't just inflate these numbers. I mean, these were literal numbers that I went over. And when I went over with them, and I ended up talking to them again yesterday, they, they, were, they really thought that I was exaggerating, that they were that completely flabbergasted with the numbers. So by just taking a 15-minute conversation, making sure that I sat down and talked to them and listened to what they needed and not told them what they needed, ended up saving them 12000 over $12,000. And that's a real numbers, real story, 100% true. And I'll say this, obviously, I, I, we kid when we say, you know, who has the biggest savings? But that's, that's something that we do, and I know my team does it too. We get super excited about that, Phil, saving people money. And I, my guys compete a little bit to see who can save it. And that doesn't mean give worse coverage to save them money. That means give them what they have or better and save people money. And the reason we get so excited about that is that's real money back in people's pocket. And I can't stress that enough. Yeah, I mean, you know, just if you stop and actually think about what, what would you do with an extra $12,000 a year that, by the way, they're not rich. Yep. And this $12,000 was something that they thought they were going to actually be receive less coverage. And, and, and I explained to them, and, and again, thoroughly explained to them, and they understood, that they're getting equal or better coverage. But the money, the savings that we're giving them is something that they just, they were just so thankful for and, and really just could not believe it that they have not done this before. And we talked about this earlier in the show, and then we'll let you go. But we said this, you know, especially right now, Phil, with gas prices being inflated, with groceries being inflated, with interest rates being at eight and a half percent in some places. I mean, now is the time to save money and, and try and put as much money back into your pocket, because let's face it, it's not, you know, life is costing us an extra five hundred hours or eight hundred hours a year for many people. It's thousands and if not tens and thousands of dollars no to, to, of increases in just day-to-day living that we didn't have three four years ago no you're 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 absolutely right and that, that's what i was explaining to a couple people yesterday i said guys i'm not telling you to leave you know blue cross blue shield one of our local carriers i'm telling you to go to a different plan inside of their suite of services and and the reason why they didn't even think they should do it is because they don't go to the doctor they're very healthy and i said but yeah wouldn't you want you know, X amount of dollars back in your Social Security check for a Part B refund. Some of these programs have benefits that they're giving you money back in your Social Security check. So, yeah, I mean, just just by switching plans, you can get an extra, you know, in this case, this plan was $62 back a month. But how, how do you not want free money? Yep. You know what I mean? If, the, if it's the right plan for you, obviously. And, and, Phil, a lot of these are new, too, right? They weren't there a year or oh, two yeah. years ago. So if you haven't no, looked at your plan. Yeah, you're absolutely now. right, Rob. No, you're, you're right. You know this. The, some, of these, some of these benefits, and I talked about this with Mike, you know, this week and last week, competition, one of the best things that our country's created, it, it's forced these companies to do all this stuff. So, no, this is all new stuff. A lot of these companies are increasing, are adding. You know, before, you had to buy a rider. To, to get dental. Now they're giving you a thousand, two thousand dollars of dental for free. Yep, you know, and, awesome. and some of these people don't even have it on their plans and they're like, Oh yeah, I know Medicare stinks for dental and I'm like, guys, I I can get you two thousand dollars of dental. They didn't even know about it because uh, yes, you're right. It it didn't exist since they've been on Medicare and this, these are all newer things. Yeah, absolutely. Good point. 
Phil, uh, I want to say thanks again for calling us on this Saturday here. Um, you know, folks, if you need, again, to, to Phil's number, he says this every week and it's right. If you need, give him 15, 20 minutes, Brian Faraci, Phil Provenzano, uh, Brian Jana, Chris Moody, Leah Bieber, give them 15, 20 minutes. If you're in Buffalo, Rochester, wherever you are, it's worth a, just a, a conversation. I can't stress that enough. It's worth a conversation. Phil, I know you do it. I know Brian does it. I do it in my department. We tell people all the time, stay put, you're good to go, no need to do anything. And we also tell Absolutely. people all the time, we have thousands of dollars of savings, like your 12437 or whatever it was. So, uh, again, folks, yeah, call if us. It's not eight, broke, if it's but, not broke, we're not going to fix it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, if you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. If you need Phil and the Medicare team, 716-633-1331. And I, Phil, is it 833-TFG-MEDI? I always get that one wrong. I think it is. I, I do think it is. I'm – I'm terrible with that, but there's a million different ways to get a hold of us. If you call one office, they will be more than happy to get us over to you. Just what I what I expressed today. Just call. That's all you got to yep, do. We'll get you to right call spot. one of our numbers, and they'll get you over to us. All right, Phil. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great all right, Saturday. Guys, have a good rest of the week. All right, take care, all buddy. Care. All right, folks. We are going to go to a quick break. We have uh, John from Rochester right after the break, and then Stefan Mahailu will be joining us to talk a little bit about some county races, a little bit about some national races. Um, it's important we hear from from somebody like Stefan who knows the political game inside and out as he was once in politics himself. So we will be getting to him, and then Ron and I will finish the show with some fun. We'll maybe do a little trivia or something to end the show. But uh, if you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. Don't turn that dial. we got 40 minutes to go, folks. We will be right back. Your people send us those who need the, uh, the cloak of comfort that we can demonstrate as New Yorkers with big hearts and open arms, and we'll provide a safe haven. Two minutes later. But we have to let the word out that when you come to New York, we're not going to have more hotel rooms. We don't have capacity. So we have to also message properly that we're at our limit. If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else. All righty, welcome back. That is our uh, governor, Kathy Hochul, that was just on that last clip. The, same, the, the same governor, by the way, Ron, that uh, traveled to Israel to tell them, you know, how to make things work over there as she's letting our state go down the drain every 30 seconds here. So that's always good. Didn't she invite a bunch of uh, illegal um, asylum seekers in here and say New York was was a, a sanctuary state yeah, yeah. and that, that we wanted them all. And then all of a sudden we actually had to deal with the consequences of them being here. And she yeah. changed her tune a little bit, didn't she? She has. Yeah. She, she realized that didn't work like like a lot of liberals are right now, that that whole plan to open our border was not successful. Go figure. Um, I do want to sneak in, John, from Rochester quick before we go to Stefan Mahailu. So, John, I know you want to comment on the county executive race. Hey, hey guys. You, you know, uh, you guys have a county executive race in Buffalo uh, with Paul and Karts, who's, who really, <clears throat> Chris, Chrissy Casilio nailed him. He's a, he's a bully. And uh, we have one here in uh, Rochester, uh, and we – have we don't have a bully as our county executive we have a a guy who like polling cars was quiet about the illegal alien invasion from the south and how it affects us locally uh both of them uh adam bell here in rochester who by the way uh we have a great candidate running against bell by the name of mark assini who almost beat Louis Slaughter for a congressional race a number of years ago. Uh, Mark uh, is against illegal immigration, etc. 
Uh, and I should also add that Bellow supported BLM, a corrupt organization, racist organization. He marched with BLM, and, uh, and Marcus City would never do something like that. But, you know, guys, i got to tell you, Matt Gates. I'm not a big fan of Matt Gates, but I got to give him kudos because of Matt Gates. We have a real conservative uh, speaker of the house right now, Mike Johnson. Uh, I haven't heard any applause for Matt Gates. He was getting a lot of criticism, uh, but I think the guy uh, uh, needs some applause. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, first off, John, I say thanks for the call because we we got to scoot to, to uh, Stefan Mihailu here shortly. I, I agree with you. I, I I definitely was a fan of, of what Matt Gates did to get out Kevin McCarthy. I was not so much a fan of the fact that we had no plan of action for three weeks. That that didn't sit well with me. But you know, there's a lot of moving parts to that it's not a Matt Gates problem or this or it's it's a it's a House of Republicans problem in my opinion. Around we can get your thoughts in a minute once we get Stefan on, but. To me, Matt Gates did what he should have done, and I, I agreed with him to get out Kevin McCarthy because I've said it before and I'll say it again. These people that get into office and do certain, take certain positions and don't do anything, there's nothing worse than that. Well, we knew McCarthy wasn't a conservative from day yep. one, and, and yep. there was always some pushback from the more conservative Republicans in, in, in the House. And, and if Gates is correct in what he says as far as McCarthy breaking his promises, then he had to go. Yep. He had to go. And, and like you said, Mike, it would have been nice had there been a little bit more cohesive of a plan. But I think when you have you know, a, a handful, a dozen to 20 conservatives that are up against the other 200 people in there, sometimes it takes a little chaos, and sometimes you've got to break a couple eggs and make an omelet. We are going to go to Stefan Mihailu now. We're going to get him in right before the break, and then he's going to stay with us for after the break. Stefan, um, real quick, because John from Rochester, I think, brings up an interesting point. You and I have had this conversation about, um, you know, Matt Gates and what he did. What were your thoughts about, you know, getting a new speaker in there and now Speaker Mike Johnson? Well, when it comes to having a game plan, if you're going to blow up a bridge, you better have a secondary bridge to cross and be ready to go. And clearly, Matt Gates and the Republicans did not. You know, I think the world of Kevin McCarthy, I think a lot of people who are not inside politics do not understand the political role even of the Speaker of the House, and that is to travel the country and raise resources and raise money for fellow Republicans. Uh, and Kevin McCarthy was a phenomenal team player. He did that for Republicans up and down the east and west coast of the country, and I have a, a deep, deep concern now uh, because, look, you, you need money to win elections. You know, they, you know, they always say there's, you know, two types of candidates, those who raise money and those who lose. And Kevin McCarthy was phenomenal at generating revenue for candidates all over the country. And I'm speaking purely politically now. Uh, and I, I am very afraid of Republicans losing the House now uh, because he's no longer the speaker. And that's not to disparage anyone who ran for the speaker position or anyone else who's now in there. Uh, but I, I just think it was a hasty decision and there was no secondary bridge to go over by blowing up the first one and getting rid of them. But, you know, the past is the past, and I, I certainly hope um, that the revenue raising will not be impacted negatively by no longer having Kevin McCarthy there. Stefan, I'm just going to follow up on that right after the break before we get into the Erie County executive race with you, because I do have a question about, you know, uh, Kevin McCarthy and, and now Mike Johnson for you. I'm going to tease that for after the break. Folks, if you just throughout the week, 833 Finn guys, text us. Do you have... Um, or do you agree, I should say, with a pause or a ceasefire in Gaza? Why or why not? 
President Biden mentioned it uh, subtly this week, and also there's many uh, politicians in New York and across the country asking for a ceasefire, and college kids on college campuses as well. So uh, Texas 716-817-0716, let us know your thoughts. We will be right back with uh, Stefan Mahalo here on the Financial Guys Media Network. Guys, 25 years on the radio and now on the podcast, there has certainly been no shortage of material. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back, Financial Guys Radio Show. Mike Sparazza, Ron Waskow in studio. We still have Stefan Mihailu in, and I just wanted to uh, go back to one question before we get into county races across New York State. Stefan, so we, we were talking, and, and you know, you you appreciate what Kevin McCarthy has done and what his uh, you know effectiveness is. Here's my question, though, and, and I I'm all for raising money. I guess I would ask that two questions. What is the RNC doing then? Like, what is Ron and McDaniel's position? Because if that's raising money too, I guess, uh, you know, can we just trim the fat and use one, right? And then the other question I would have with Kevin McCarthy is, is there a part, though, about being effective inside the chamber, Stefan, where you have to not just play nice? Like, at some point, I feel like this with a lot of a lot of issues, and our listeners probably have this this problem too, I, I don't want Mr. and Mrs. Nice Guy anymore. We need to get serious, and we need to do what the Democrats do and unite and get things done inside the Senate and inside the House. Well, first of all, they're, they're two totally separate operations. You know, there's fundraising operations for the National Republican Party in a separate one that's always run by the Speaker in the House. And Kevin McCarthy had built national fundraising operations when he was, you know, numerous positions within Congress, you just can't replace that, you know, and I have that insider's perspective that most don't, you know, a lot of people look at it from the outside, watching news, blogs, podcasts, the whole nine yards. But I mean, it is going to be a serious detriment that he is no longer there because you're losing the institutional fundraising knowledge that helps out Republicans all across the country. You so know, when it comes to, to internal leadership too. Why can continue to do that in his role? Because he's no longer Speaker of the House. Can, That's the problem. <laughs> you're the Speaker of the House. You're the one responsible for raising money for members. You know, and when it comes to getting the you know the job done within Congress, I mean, our founding fathers set up a system of checks and balances where you can't let perfect be the enemy of good. Sure. You just can't. That's how government runs. Right. I mean, Otherwise, nothing will happen. You'll never get anything done. Right. I mean, it is what it is. You know, the there's a new Speaker, and it's time for Republicans to move on. Alrighty, let's move to, uh, you know, I know John from Rochester said there's a race going on in Monroe County, I believe it was. And here in Erie County, Stefan, we have, uh, you know, a massive race. We've had 12 straight years. I believe you told me the other day in an interview we did uh, for the Financial Guys podcast. It's been 20 years of Mark Poland cars inside Erie oh County, but, God, but 12 at the Erie County executive level. Can't this guy do anything else? I mean, doesn't he have another skill set or, or at least any skill set where he can, you know, be somewhat successful in the private sector. I mean, everywhere I go, I still see help wanted signs. Heck, Taco well, his, Bell, I think, his, is paying eighteen fifty an hour. Can, <laughs> can we send him there for a little while? I mean, apparently his skill set is threatening to shoot and kill female process servers. His skill set is being a career politician. Mark Polinkar's skill set is allegedly attacking women to the point where they are so petrified of his violence that they filed a police report. His skill set is welcoming migrants to Cheek Duwaga, who in turn are accused of raping violently women in front of a three-year-old child and allegedly sexually assaulting a hotel worker. And, you know, I think the county executive thought he was going to win this race in a, walk, in a walk, and he's got a fight on his hands. And, you know, one of the careful, clips we're going to play there. now, yeah, one of the, one of the, the 
clips we're going to play now is, you know, a, an outside entity, a, a super PAC. Sometimes they're called independent expenditures. You know, there's local business owners who are fed up with Mark Poland cars, and, you know, they raise a significant amount of resources, and you cannot turn on the television uh, without seeing this commercial right now. We're going to play it right now where they're taking Mark Poland cars to task for welcoming migrants to Erie County. Jesus Guzman Bermudez, accused of raping a woman in an Erie County hotel room. Set here, thanks to Liberals' program to let illegal immigrants roam free. Mark Polencars welcomed them, calling common sense measures to deal with the crisis morally repugnant. Polencars' failed judgment put our community at risk, made us less safe. Mark Polencars, dangerous, untrustworthy, not up for the job. Paid for by Our Town PAC. And so that's going to be the choice, and it's a clear-cut one. Chrissy Casilio, mom, business owner, wife, family woman, very involved in their community, political outsider, never worked in government for Erie County Executive, or Mark Polencars. And every voter in Chitawaga needs to think long and hard about who they're going to vote for. You know, Chrissy had said she's going to solve this migrant crisis that Mark Polencars brought here. And, and Mark Polencars called all of us morally repugnant for fighting his plan to make migrants here, and, and especially women voters. For every mom and grandmother across Erie County, do you really want to vote for a career politician who's accused of horrific domestic violence? Before we play that clip, because we have that clip too, Stefan, Glenn and I talked earlier in the show with Ron about Steph, uh, Mark, I'm saying your name, Mark <laughs> Polenkars, Um and we talked about that his stances and people's stance across Erie County that support Mark is, we, we can't have somebody with so little experience. And, and to me, that's very frustrating because the career politicians we've seen not only in, in you know, Buffalo, Rochester, New York State, but across the country, Stefan, the experience, or I'm putting that in air quotes, experience is not helping the cause. Joe Biden's been around for five decades. Nancy Pelosi, five to six decades, right? Chuck Schumer, decades. That stuff isn't doing anything. Actually, it's making things worse. And we, you know, we can talk about your candidate too, and in Vivek Ramaswamy, where you are the deputy communications director, Stefan. And I'm a Trump guy. Trump was an outsider too. Political experience is not working in our country at this point. Is that a fair statement? Well, it's not working for Erie County in New York State. I mean, every single voter across Erie County, think of this question long and hard. Is our region better off now with career politicians in power? Or are, should we you know, turn to an experienced business owner, mom, someone who's involved in our community to turn this county around? Are career politicians good for local government? Absolutely not. And look at the record. Government spending is going up in Erie County. They've never collected more taxes. Is your family better off right now with Mark Polenkars being in government since 2005? And also to all the women who are listening, do you feel comfortable casting a ballot for someone who was accused of horrific domestic violence? And Chrissy Casilio, to her credit, uh, she was a spitfire in multiple debates. And I think we're going to play a clip right now where – you know, Chrissy Casilio called our, out Mark Polenkars for being stone silent during the month of October. It was Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and shockingly, Mark Polenkars stayed silent. I wonder why, and let's listen to that. Yes, I'm actually wearing my domestic violence awareness pen today because it is actually very important to talk about domestic violence. Governor Kathy Hochul today talked about the importance of domestic violence, but somebody that hasn't talked about domestic violence at all this month is my opponent, Mark Polenkars. Lynn Dixon four years ago said that you are a bully. 
but you are far worse because you put your hands on women. And that is unacceptable. And a police report is a credible document and it is a legal document. So you are either saying that, what, that the woman that is accusing you of doing this is lying or you are simply not taking responsibility for your actions and you should be ashamed. So every woman in Erie County, let that sink in. Are you going to vote for someone who uh, is accused of being a raging hothead who put his hand on a woman to the point where she was so fearful that she filed a police report? To everyone in Cheektowaga, are you going to vote for Mark Polenkars who welcomed migrants to your community, made your community not safe, your homes not safe, and in turn, the migrants that he welcomed are accused of violently raping women in front of children and sexually assaulting a hotel worker. That's hey, the choice this November. Hey, Stefan, how about, how about parents with daughters? You going to vote for this guy? I mean, grandmothers, aunts, mothers. You know, I have two daughters, and I cannot fathom even thinking of reading that horrific police report and the accusations of domestic violence against Mark Polenkars. That's disqualifying. So every woman in Erie County... Uh, especially women in Amherst, Chitawaga. I mean, think long and hard uh, about whether or not you want to vote for someone who is accused of threatening to kill and shoot a female process server, who's accused of putting his hands uh, violently on a woman to the point where she filed a police report. Uh, and so all of those issues, the fact that he brought migrants here, his allegations of domestic violence, you know, it has made the race for county executive a true race and there's only a few days left and people have to vote their conscience on tuesday and stefan i'm going to say this for, for folks out there listen to the podcast that i did this week on the, on the financial guys media network with stefan we talked for about a half hour about this race and here's going to be my final pitch to voters out there and i said this to you directly at the, in the podcast stefan you make a great point about you know women voters mothers grandmothers um you know people that have daughters male or female I, i'm going to go and pitch to the business owner this guy and his cronies inside the Wrath Building found extreme joy in shutting your business down during COVID. And if you don't believe me, go look at the videos and the press conferences when they would be having a smile on their face to say, if you don't listen to us, we'll just come in and shut you down. For all the business owners out there, and Stefan, you and I interviewed very many uh, last year around this time that have gone out of business, that had to close their doors, that had to lay off their staff, that, that, that lost their whole livelihood. I am talking to you to say, please make a better decision when you vote. If you, if you, if you voted for Mark Polenkars, don't ever again. These people, while they ate steaks with their, with their appetizers and their, you know, um, all their glassware they bought and all their food and whatever they bought during COVID, while they enjoyed themselves and they were shutting your businesses down, your life changed. And remember that. And I can't stress into that every, enough. Into every mom and family who had children who played hockey and sports. Mark Polenkars was out playing hockey with his mates, and he was shutting down and threatening to find businesses. His record is one of domestic violence allegations, bringing migrants here who are accused of violently raping and sexually assaulting women. And don't forget during the blizzard, a few days before the big blizzard, the fatal one that killed almost 50 people, Mark Polenkars was joking on social media about naming plows and naming the blizzard. And then instead of saving lives, he was picking a public, nasty, ugly fight with Byron Brown instead of working with other elected leaders to solve the crisis and save lives. That's the Mark Polenkar's record. And I think the choice is crystal clear for county executives. 
Chrissy Casilio is ready for the job. She can do the job. And it will be up to the voters whether or not they want Mark Polencar's business killer, career politician, accused of domestic violence. 50 people died on his watch during the blizzard. And then welcome migrants here who violently and sexually assaulted, accused of rape of women. Or Chrissy Casilio, a fresh face, not a career politician, mom, successful business owner who can really write the ship of your county. And she's ready for the job. She can do the job. And I'll say this one final thing, too. You know, as we said earlier in the first hour, every county, every city, every state, every school board, and then nationally, all of these elections matter. So I know for people in Rochester, obviously this is an Erie County race we're talking about. You have the same thing going on in your counties. You have the same things going on in Syracuse, in Albany, whatever it may be. It starts at the local level, folks. Get out to vote, and every vote does matter. Again, like I said before, it doesn't matter if you're in a red town or a blue town. Get out and vote. It's worth it. It's your right, and you have that right in America to vote. Get out and vote. Stefan, thanks for joining us, and obviously I think we know who we're all casting our votes for on Tuesday. Hey, I early voted. I trusted Neary County, and I voted for Chrissy Casilli already. All right, Stefan. Have a great Saturday. Appreciate it. Thanks, Stefan. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Ron, before we go to break, again, I can't stress that enough. And, and Stefan called on, on you know, mothers, on, on grandmothers, on, you know, people that have daughters. You and I have daughters, right? Yep. I mean, it, it's it's our job to vote for people that will take care of Erie County and, and do the right thing, right? The left is great at this. The left always talks about image, right? That was their problem with Donald Trump was his image, right? He, he was a, a mean tweeter. He didn't respect women. He was a racist. He was all those things. At the end of the day, that's what we see coming out of the left all the time. Oh, they're, all the time. They're, they're completely gaslighting. They're accusing the other side of, of exactly what they themselves are guilty of. And as, and as far as government goes with, I don't need the government to take care of me. I don't want the government to try and protect me. I just need the government to do two things. Stay out of my way. Don't get in my way. And don't put me in danger. And, yep. and, and that's what we're up against right now. We're, yep. we're dealing with a government that will run your business over, will put you out of business, and, and will put you and your family in danger. And that's at the local and the state level, by the way. So this is obviously, we're talking Erie County, Monroe County. We're talking county races right now. This was what we said with Kathy Hochul, by the way, too. right? And Kathy Hochul got voted in again. And the damage is being done. Take a look at New York City right now. Right. We cannot keep making the same mistakes. Look at insert Democrat run city here and let me know how it's going. Chicago, Buffalo, New York City, Los Angeles. I mean, keep going Ron. How many more? Can San, we Francisco, name? San Francisco, Detroit, right. all I mean, of them. Look at all of them. It's a disaster. You don't even need to listen to me or Ron or Lomas or Wiggle or Hayflick. Go do me a favor. Go look on Twitter and look at videos of these current videos of these states, right? Or these cities, I should say. It, it's all you need to see. Homelessness, rampant drug use, overdoses, suicides. It's happening. And that's because we keep voting in. And I say we, I know we're not voting for these people, but our nation keeps voting in people who don't care about their constituents. They care about lining their pockets. It's as simple as that. Take a look at Erie County when Gail Bernstein lined her pockets as we all could not leave our homes, right? Couldn't go out to dinner with our families. Couldn't take our kids to the park. They lined their pockets. We lost our businesses. Remember that. We're going to go to a quick break. We have one final segment here on the Financial Guys radio show today. Mike Spraza, Ron Waskow. We will be right back here on the Financial Guys Media Network. All righty, final segment here today on the Financial Guys radio show. Mike Spraza, Ron Waskow in studio for about another eight minutes or so here. 
Uh, Ron, we're going to do rapid fire uh, in this segment. We're just going to go through a bunch of stuff that we prepped for and that we never used, so I will get through that. First, though, again, ready, set, retire here at the Financial Guys headquarters in Williamsville, New York, Saturday, next Saturday, November 11th, 930 a.m., uh, we will be doing this in collaboration with EG Tax, a big, big seminar with a bunch of different uh, departments of our, our our house here and also EG Tax, as I said. Um, you can register for that and Mike Hayflick's Social Security Optimization Seminar on November 15th at 6 p.m., both at thefinancialguys.com slash events. Do not forget, again, Election Day, Tuesday, November 7th. That is three yeah, days an alert, from now. Yeah, put an alert in your phone yes. to remind yourself. Do not forget. That's three days from today, so don't forget that. Um, if you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. Don't forget about our three podcasts, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and our morning show, uh, 8.15 a.m., Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Mike Hayflick and I do a 15-minute morning brief, five topics, three minutes or less, and download the Financial Guys app. That is new, and it is, it is a lot of fun. Everything that we do, including this radio show, on the Financial Guys media app, download it today on your favorite app store. All right, Ron, so I promised this um, – before the uh i think before the two o'clock hour started i never got back to it uh hunter biden is now going with that he is the victim ron poor guy is the victim how can your heart not bleed for this kid Uh, yes yes it is amazing so it's now it's not his fault that he was doing crack cocaine and um you know bringing uh prostitutes to his hotel rooms overseas here at home he fought to get sober, Ron, but political weaponization of his addiction hurts more than just him. So now it's our fault, Ron, for calling out him Shame being on us. A, a sleazeball. It is our fault here at the Financial Guys. It's your fault there at home listening. You know who else's fault is? I'll bet you it's Trump's fault. Yes. If, if Trump didn't have these politically motivated prosecutors yes. dragging poor innocent little Hunter in and out of, in and out of court for, for stuff that he didn't do, he never would have turned to prostitute. He never would have yep. turned to crack. Yep. He never would have been picking Parmesan cheese out of his carpet to try and smoke because his bag was empty. You know, th- This poor guy has been maligned and dragged through the mud. So what if he took... Millions of dollars from the communist no. Chinese party that's probably going to try to go to war with us and take us out. You know, he's just trying to get by. The guy's just struggling. I mean, we need to have some th- sympathy for Hunter. As they once told us, he is just your average everyday citizen, folks. Never forget it. Uh, Hunter Biden, who was on the board of directors of, of, of companies that he doesn't know what he was doing, right? Don't forget that he's just your average everyday citizen here in America. Topic number two, speaking of the Bidens, Ron, you brought this up. Bidenomics isn't so great, uh, not working out the way they told us it would. Uh, now you're seeing it with retirement. You you said there's an issue with people trying to retire. Yeah, the of cost, cost of retirement is yeah. now skyrocketed under Biden. In fact, um, three years ago, if you had been aiming for retirement savings of about a half a million dollars, now you're going to need an extra hundred grand on that. And, and the other thing is, too, the market hasn't really been performing that great lately so i don't know where you got that extra hundred grand from but hey hey hunter's hunter's got a new crack pipe so there's that here's the good news money grows on trees according to the the democrats so hopefully your tree at your house is growing the money if not tough break they'll keep getting richer and we'll all keep getting poorer that's the model that's what they've done for years take a look at chuck schumer nancy pelosi diane feinstein uh, she just actually sold a private jet that she owned i'm a little confused on how you get that on a government salary but but she did and she had about another hundred million to go as well ron so let's not forget that bidenomics working out great again speaking of biden ron he told us when he ran for office and his promise to us was 
He was going to bring transparency back to the White House and unity back to the, the White great House. Uniter. The great yeah, uniter. Yeah, I can't think of a time when America's been more united than we are right now. I mean, you got people at each other's throats. You yeah. got a, you got an open border. You got crime everywhere. People yeah. are struggling to put gas in their tanks and groceries on the table. But I'm sure uh, I'm sure he's feeling very united as he hangs out on Rehoboth Beach and you know tans his toes or whatever he's doing over there. Spoiler alert: He's actually there right now. He left the uh, White House again yesterday to go to Delaware. So good for good for Joe. Another vacation, just racking up those days. Good for him. We're paying for it, and good for us, I guess. Um, in all seriousness, with transparency and unity, though, Ron, this isn't a complicated uh, equation to figure out here, right? We've actually gotten more divided than we've ever been, right? We don't get transparency. All we get is sham Donald Trump indictments and investigations and court cases. We're not getting what we should be getting on what Hunter did, on what Joe did, on what's going on at our southern border, right? They're not telling us. We're getting stats, and I'm telling you right now, based on what I've, I've talked to local law enforcement, they're like, the numbers aren't even close to that. And it's, the numbers are still terrible. And they're, st- and they're still terrible, right? They're saying there may be 20 million people that are now in our country by the – well, I shouldn't say now. By the end of Joe Biden's four years, they're telling us and the numbers they have are like 8 million. It might be 20 million. That's not transparency, Ron. We have that right as Americans to know what is going on down there and what your plan to fix it. But what does Joe Biden and his administration do? Um, you know, you can refer to the State Department for that. Oh, you know, you can refer to Joe Biden for that. Oh, you can go to Kamala Harris for that. Oh, all they do is delegate, and we never get answers. But MAGA Republicans are the terrorists. They're the ones you got to watch out for. That great segue, Ron. That is topic uh, or, or uh, rapid fire number four. I have this article from Salon.com, I believe it is. Um, here we go. Scrolling. Here we go. Mega and Christian nationalism, bigger threat to America than Hamas could ever be. Let that sink in. This is not the Babylon Bee, folks. This is not satire. Mega and Christian nas- nationalism, bigger threat to America than Hamas could ever be. Are you kidding me? When is the last time you saw any mega Republicans fly uh, paragliders into a music festival and behead people? Can't say I've ever seen it. But no. Hamas has. Yeah. Hamas yeah. has. The good news About is. About three folks, weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Good news yeah. is, folks, the next terror attack isn't going to be from your MAGA Republican Trump supporter. It's going to be from people like Hamas that are coming over the border every day. We don't know who they are. We don't know where they are. But every time I see video of it, I see a lot of uh, military age single men. I don't see poor women and children coming over looking for a better place. Nope. Nope. And by the way, again, for those out there who say that the financial guys, all of us, we are crazy and we're liars, just. Do yourself some homework. Go online and take a look. You can see all of this footage and all of these things that we're talking about. And it's not, by the way, a, oh, well, you know, it was an article written. No, no, no. There's video of all this stuff. Our open border, there is video of that. So check it out for yourself. I really recommend that because it's good for people to see what is actually going on down there. Ron, that's, we got to cut that. We got through four rapid fires. That's not bad. Yeah, Thank you to all of our guests. Thank you to all the texters. We got a lot of text today, and we appreciate that. Thank you for being involved in the show. Thank you to Mike Hayflick, Phil Provenzano, Brian Faraci, um, Glenn Wiggle joined us. He came in before he had to go to the airport today. Thank you for everybody joining us. Stefan Mihailu for his knowledge and wisdom on the Erie County executive race. Folks, we can't stress it enough. Tuesday. Get out and vote Tuesday. Exactly. Get out and vote. Put, set an alarm. Put yeah. it in your calendar. Whatever you got to do, do not forget. Call your friends and bring them with you. And, and really, 
make a change for Erie County, for Monroe County, for Rochester, Buffalo, whatever you got. We need change. Help out. Get out and vote. And, and again, as Glenn said, text your friends. Talk to your friends. Tell them to get out and vote. Do what you can. Election day here Tuesday. And by the way, if the election day is Tuesday, that means we are 365 days from the biggest election in American history. Which Fire is Joe. Fire Joe. That's right. And get started now. Folks, thank you again for joining us. Have a great weekend. Happy November. We're already in November. It's almost Thanksgiving and Christmas already. Uh, we absolutely appreciate you joining us. Download the Financial Guys app. Don't forget to do that. A new app out, Financial Guys content everywhere. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday.